Very good morning to you. And now on RTHK, it's time for Hashtag Hong Kong with Mervyn Chung, Chairman of the Hong Kong Education Policy Concern Organization. Hardly can it be imagined and understood that in a relatively affluent society like Hong Kong, which is among the richest in the world by GDP per capita, the humble aspiration of some young adults to acquire a diploma of secondary education, DSC, through strenuous study in evening schools, could be continuously facing hurdles beyond their control. Over the years, there have been students, down from thousands or hundreds in number for financial hardships, struggling for a recognized school living qualification to improve their competitiveness in the increasingly knowledge-oriented local economy. Yet the SAR government does not seem to be genuinely supportive of the commendable courage and industry of this group of underprivileged nighttime learners who are mostly in their 20s to 30s doing low-end jobs in the daytime and who have missed out on a successful formal basic education in their teens. And after working for a few years since leaving school, they have come to the painful realization that a satisfactorily completed secondary education and a DSC that goes with it at the end of a study endeavor are vital for their career-related training and advancement. To fulfill this ambition through the evening schooling mode is considered a viable alternative to many of these young people given their strong will to succeed. Back in the city's colonial days, young grassroots with these self-improving dreams were still able to benefit from free basic education in the evening education centres, offered in line with the policy to provide free education to their counterparts in the public sector day schools, regardless of the income levels of their families. These centres were usually housed and operated in the premises of government secondary schools. On the pretext that students of these evening centres did not do well in public examination, and that adult students should not study such school subjects as geography and history, the top-level education officials suddenly decided to scrap in the summer of 2003 the free evening secondary education program and chose to outsource it to non-government organizations, the NGOs. Such a high-handed ruling from the government ignored most evidently the massive but peaceful protests from students and the public, including some members of the Legislative Council. The full subsidy for the evening secondary school program has since been substituted by an assistance scheme that basically offers only 30% of fee reimbursement to students with 80% attendance rate. Refunds at 50 or 100% of tuition fees are subject to stringent means tests, which are hard to be passed by adult learners with meager earnings from daytime jobs and families to support in many cases. Every month, they are paying over $1,000 for their evening academic purchase, which is definitely a financial burden to most of them. Needless to say, many students have been forced to drop out, some in tears, over the difficulty in meeting high tuition fees and other study expenses, such as the expensive textbooks and reference materials. Others contemplating the sign up for the program have also been discouraged by the prohibitive financial commitments each year. Dropouts in the past two years of disruptive social incidents and pandemic marriage have been particularly pronounced. In the same periods, students did make 
group appeals to the financial secretary to include them as targets for poverty alleviation by resuming free evening secondary education plus the extension of full-time students' textbook and travel allowances to this educationally deprived youth community. For no long reasons, all such earnest calls for educational aid have fallen on deaf ears. This is deplorable. On the Monday before last, one of the private institutes running five such evening study centers under the designated adult education course suddenly notified the students and teachers that it would cease operating the program through long submission of a new tender for it after current school year drew to a close only two days later. Such a drastic announcement has prompted serious concerns among the students over the aftermath that affects their studies. The incidents has happened at a time when the Education Bureau, EDB, is yet working on the allocation of new contracts to accept bidders for the evening study program in point over the next five years. The intense feelings of uncertainty and worries thus engendered it have led students to raise objection to their parents' failure of the government in ensuring the uninterrupted provision by individual NGOs of the assisted evening secondary school education program. In the present circumstances, there seem to be comparing grounds for the educational authorities to step in to ease the anxiety of the students by putting in order the unsatisfactory situation arising from the abrupt withdrawal of one evening school sponsoring body from further participation in the tender service provision. Constrained in the daily attendance by budget and time, students have expressed a strong wish that they be given the opportunity to continue their study in the original centres, such as the Queen Elizabeth School campus in Kowloon. In the educational interests of evening school students, this reasonable request should be granted in a fresh allocative round of school sponsoring rights among the NGOs that have submitted bids for running the programme. With due regard to the tight time frame for preparing for the new academic year commencing in September, the results of the tendering exercise involved it so we publish it as soon as possible. To borrow a recent observation by the city's top fund manager, Che Cheng Hai, Hong Kong is not sort of money, but happiness. In this worthy case of devotion to an evening basic education, the public finance officials do owe the public a convincing explanation about the irony of why one of the world's wealthiest cities could be among the least happy ones to the underprivileged nighttime learners who are pursuing wholeheartedly a crucial second-chance study initiative. Mervyn Chung, Chairman, Hong Kong Education Policy Concern Organization. And here I would like to serve with you a famous song to serve with love by Lulu to be dedicated to students and parents in Hong Kong. <laughs> 